Hey guys, welcome back to the WBF podcast. I'm here with Virginia Hawthorne Finley. Yes. Hello, Daniel. How are you How doing? How are you? How have you been? <laughs> I've been doing really good. How about you? Also really good. How's it feel to have the Finley on the end now? It's exciting. It's real cute. It's real cute? <laughs> yeah. Is there, I was thinking about this today as I was listening to our first episode, is there still like fear and doubt from like your previous thing are you just like gung-ho ready to start this new chapter yeah i'm completely like there i did a lot of work um in forgiving and inner healing Mm. and it's still there's still some things where i'll have like a bad trauma day Mm. and i'll tell jake like i'm just reacting this way because of this Mm -hmm. but um other otherwise it's normally just like i'm like we're really settled like already i feel like Communication is so important there. I didn't want to start off so heavy, but oh, it, no. it was like I'm like on. that. I'm I'm ready. I'm always ready to go deep. <laughs> yeah, because like I could see that being tough. You know, there mm-hmm. can be moments of like those past, uh, you know, emotions coming back. Yeah, and how you deal with those, and communication is so important. It's also speaking to myself um, on a regular basis. Like I'll even say like recently we're at the dinner just we were just eating dinner and like being able to cook uh in our kitchen has been so nice but um I made a mistake and like I put too much brown sugar and cookies I was trying to bake (laughs) and they just became completely melted and I wrote about this in my blog but um like I was physically kind of reacting like I was in it stressful scenario Mm. but my brain knew i was safe so i actually like said the words out loud i am not in an emergency Mm. i'm eating dinner with my husband and i was like you know kind of settled down like Mm -hmm. like i like try to say those things where i'm like i'm not in a you know i am doing this and i'm not doing this so yeah um it's been very helpful. And, you know, Jake is so graceful about it. And he, you know, knows when to pray over me, mm. knows when to kind of back off now. Like, well, we're learning each other, yeah. like learning each other's space. And it's really, it's really great. It's been really healing just the first month. It's like, I feel so peaceful. Yeah, and you're talking about that forgiveness and how you've been working on that. And I think that's like a occurring theme on here, how important it is to be forgiving. Mm-hmm. And then even forgiving yourself every once in a while and reminding yourself, hey, I'm in a safe place. And like how far you've come mm-hmm. since where you've been, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Even just since May and May since like a couple of years ago was night and day anyway. Yeah. And um, I've been in two life groups this summer and one of them was the life life group with Joe and Judy Neely and Christina and was on inner healing and we did so much on forgiveness and um just you know prayers about breaking off soul ties and all all that stuff every time it was like you know you were crying about 
mm. something else, but it was so necessary, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, and she, Christina really encouraged me to get in that life group. And I was like, well, I don't really know if I should do two, but I'm, it's just so, it was so beneficial for me walking in my marriage. And obviously she knew that, that it would be so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta check yourself and make sure you can do, cause like you don't want to become overburdened. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something that we've been learning because we're putting our foot in a bunch of different, yeah. you know, we're doing like this juggling act, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm starting to serve with the worship team and yes. uh, we still do life group of Danny kids. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to really like make sure you're not burdening yourself with all because you want to serve the Lord, right? Yes. And with like a, like a right heart about it and stuff. Yeah. And the Sabbath has really been impressed upon me recently and in, mm. in the word and it's like people were had been telling me about it like uh debbie had said you know you know it's a commandment it's on there it's it's big 10 but um mm. d- you don't really understand how important it is till you actually properly ob- ob- obey the sabbath and you're like oh i get it, it like i feel full i feel mm-hmm. rested you know I'm, I'm better for my employer yeah you know i'm better from my husband, obviously, and better for the church. So um, that day of rest is so important. You gotta find a day to give yourself some rest. My my day is Sunday. Even if I'm like serving at the church, yeah, I feel like that's like I don't know. I, I feel peace about it. It's just like it's my only day off. And yeah. so if I'm serving, however I'm serving, it's still like not like working, right? right? Like it's not like a job. Yeah. And so we don't, we try not to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. We try not to do any of that stuff. We try to keep that um, throughout the week. That way we can have that day of rest. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. I wanted to ask you about um, like Sunday was your first time up at the up mm-hmm. worshiping, right? Like I yeah. really was impressed uh, reading Exodus about the importance of worship and mm. Um, how Pharaoh like was just trying to keep the Jews from worshiping and that's mm-hmm. why they left and um, just wanted to really get your thoughts about that because I feel like it just happened so so you want the story of like how I got into it or well like I guess I wanted to get your thoughts about like looking out into the church mm. like what what you saw on Sunday like do you even see people well you know actually one of the uh Cheryl gave us a little tidbit because it was mine, and um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the name of the woman beside me. Stephanie. Stephanie's first time up there, and uh, Stephanie's done like a Tuesday night, but I don't think she's done a Sunday. Yeah. And she made a point to say, look into the crowd, like you want to make them feel welcome mm-hmm. and stuff. And I probably didn't do a great job. I tried to uh, to the, my the best of my ability, but I didn't make a whole lot of eye contact. Yeah. I was kind of scanning real quick. Looked at oh, looked over at Jody and my mom and dad because they were all sitting together. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I was like, still like it's my first time, so I wanted to make sure I was playing the right chords. Right. <laughs> so I was like really looking at my like chord sheets and yeah. stuff. Um, it it is different. I feel like you're like in a different zone up there. I feel like as I get more comfortable, I'll be able to open up myself a little yeah. bit more into that like that worship it was more of like a i need to make sure i'm playing correctly and there was moments i could feel moments of like my heart opening up and being able to praise the lord and stuff Mm. i i was just you know like i said focusing on the music yeah so i was like really curious about that like because i was watching you and i was watching stephanie too and it was um it was just it was neat to see both i know 
Stephanie's story a little bit more, and I know I've been listening to your podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. about getting to that point where you guys were serving on the worship team on a Sunday, and it was really exciting. It was really, honestly, super exciting for me. Yeah. And it was, like, super, just the whole process, because, like, it's been months ago, whenever we were doing, like, Grill Outs of Danny's, mm-hmm. Barry and me were talking about it, because yeah. he plays bass, and he used to play up on um, at the Carson Center, so he's played with our band for a long time. And he mentioned, hey, maybe you should play. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, we're just so busy. That's another night of the week because we, yeah. we practice on Thursday night. So I didn't think much about it. And then we went over to Debbie's birthday mm-hmm. party that Jody threw at uh, Garrett and Leslie's. And me and Cheryl talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I might be interested. Yeah. And the dominoes fell yeah. as they did. Something that's been awesome about it for me is like I found like a new heart of worship. Yes. And That's like, good. as I was practicing the songs throughout the week, after I was done, I would spend like 15 to 20 minutes just playing my own mm-hmm. song. And it's something I used to do a long time ago, but I haven't done up until the past month or two. And I was telling Garrett, like, dude, I feel like I'm like opening like a new realm in my spirit. It's amazing. And it's been really, really, worship is so important. Yes, it is. It's yes. so, it's just like being that thankfulness, you know, and just being able to just love on him in a new way and give him place Mm -hmm. um john was talking about it about how we give him a place to sit Mm -hmm. you know on our on our worship and that's all i've been trying to do is just give him a place to come and rest rest on my praise and stuff so yeah it's been really 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 awesome i didn't realize that the jews in uh egypt were that was part of the reason they were trying to to flee was because they weren't able to worship. Yeah, I was I was struck by that the last time I was just reading it through it, um, doing like a. I'm not, I haven't restarted the Bible. Like I finished the Bible and I have just been like going through some plans on the Bible app and going mm-hmm. wherever. Um, but probably restart uh, next week. Just legit, but um, all they wanted was three days off to worship. And um, that's, like, his Pharaoh's heart was so hardened. And I was like, I, I don't mm. know, like, I never realized that either. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's in, it's in here, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. Like, I was just reading. You know, I, I, I've listened to the first couple books of the Bible, but I, like, actually dove down and do, like, my own, like, um, studying. Yeah. I haven't done as much. You know, I've been in Samuel a lot lately. Oh, yeah. And it's just so powerful. Yeah. And I read through uh, parts of Exodus in my own time after I had listened to it. I say, that's interesting. Let me read that for myself. And just the way Moses handled his people and mm-hmm. all of these interactions with these people. It, you know, at first it, it made me angry, but by the end of the story, it was just breaking my heart for how hard their hearts were. You know, it, stiff, it, it says their necks were stiff and stuff, and they just didn't want to obey. Yeah. The ex- okay, so Exodus 10... Nine, Moses replied, we will all go, young and old, our sons and daughters, our flocks and herds. We must all join together in celebrating a festival to the Lord. That's all That's all it started. I mean, mm. that's that was his aim, but then wow. they walked into freedom. And I really, I was that part really uh, stuck out to me today because I've really been like in scripture about the unity of the body and, mm. and that kind of stuff. So I was like, it's been there the whole time it's not just in you know first corinthians or whatever so Mm -hmm. 
when Cheryl taught about that oh, what, two months mm-hmm. ago or whatever, that was really eye-opening to me, really, yeah. really powerful. Yeah. It's so important that there be unity in mm-hmm. the body, and you don't want strife there. I just heard a sermon just the other day of a pastor talking about starting his teams mm-hmm. and how the Lord pressed on him, do not allow there to be any strife in, mm-hmm. in, in your teams, because there. Where the strife is, that's where the enemy is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so important. Yeah, and if you find yourself in conflict, knowing how to like manage that in a biblical manner, because there will be conflict isn't bad. Like Christina mm-hmm. says that all the time. Like it's not like conflict is not. It, it can be very productive, and it's like necessary for a functional organization. Mm. Like there's um, a business writer that I really like and called Patrick Lencioni and he has a book called five dysfunctions of a team. And one of the dysfunctions is absence of conflict. Hmm. And so, um, like the Bible has all that though. Like it's just so cool to like, Mm -hmm. if you see like go to the person and if you don't like there's recourse and yeah, you just see, yeah. And like, you can tell like in acts, like they go, hard at each other in acts they really like mm-hmm. go after each other but they're still spreading the gospel mm-hmm. and um they separate sometimes and they come back together and they but like lauren had a sermon last year sometime about being like barnabas like the mm-hmm. son of encouragement mm-hmm. and that's that's always been in my heart um i probably mentioned it the last time i don't even know but um no that's good uh it's it's just like the way you're the way i was wired is to like i said this in the last one for sure is like help people get along Mm -hmm. and um i really have the gift of mercy for sure and like sometimes that puts you in a vulnerable position you know Mm -hmm. um but it's a strength yeah so um i'm just like Sometimes helping two people get along means you're in the middle mm-hmm. and then they might start attacking you mm-hmm. because you're not yeah. taking one of the other sides. Yeah, it happens. So it's a vulnerable position. It is happens. And uh, like being able to walk that tightrope. And I was listening to uh, uh, Jerry Flowers had a podcast today about there's Peter, James, and John, and they all have got a different voice. Like Peter is the voice of caution, James is the voice of wisdom, and John is the voice of like mercy and love. Mm. And there's not a Bible without all three of those people. Right. You know, like just because I'm not James mm. and I'm John or whatever, does like that's still a very important part yeah. of scripture and like the story. So um I could imagine it being tough to be with Paul because mm-hmm. Paul was like, My like this is the way I'm going yeah. now. He was following the Lord's way, but if you you were half in half yeah. out, you know Paul was like, "See you later. I'm I'm going about my business." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah kick, you can't have kick the dust, them. you know. Like, but that, like, it's it's so fun to <laughs> like ministry is really fun if you were like really like you're like, Haha, you know, like people go around and like I'm flawed and I I I'll, I'll like I've said to my life group like I'm gonna let you down. You know, mm. um, I said, that, like, we had a new person recently and I don't, I don't know, hope we'll be praying for him. His name is Kendall. If you're listening, Kendall, come back to life group even. Um, but 
I was just like, we're going to all let you down because we're people. We're not Jesus, you mm-hmm. know? So if you've got a problem with me, you need to let me know. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt me in the moment. But, like, I want the important part is that you stay in in, in Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to take a long-term view of, like, disagreements. and. You know, the, the big thing about, like, people coming to life group is sometimes they just dip their toes mm-hmm. in and then they get right out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you want to disciple them to the best of your mm-hmm. ability. And, and a lot of times, more often than not, when they're coming for the first time, they don't have as much word knowledge as, mm-hmm. as you and some yeah. of the other people will. So in those moments, you can just show them, hey, this is what the word says. Yeah. This isn't what I'm saying. Because right. like you said, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I've made mistakes contradicting everything I'm telling yeah. you, but this is what the word says and this is how I'm living now. Right. And I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah. And if you want to get out of your mistakes and find a better way, here, you know, Here's here it is. Here's free this freedom. It's a narrow path, but it is available. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was that person. I was that person in life group that dipped my toes in and left. Mm-hmm. And um, Amanda Stouffer brought me back in by just sending me the word. And yeah, um, I don't know, like it changed my life. So I believe in that. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to be hard on myself that he didn't come. Like Jake said yesterday, like we planted the seed, you know, mm-hmm. that's all we can do. You never know. Like, I don't know if he had a reason, but he, he might've just truly had something and maybe he yeah. is going to come again. And, uh, if you see him on Sundays, mm-hmm. try to give him a little like love yeah. tap, you know, or something, a little knuckle touch yeah. or something and exactly. pray for him. Yep. That's the best thing you can exactly. do, you know? It's so. tough whenever you whenever you see a seed sown and then you don't get to see anything mm-hmm. else from it. But the Lord tells us that we will reap. Yep. And we will reap things that we haven't even sown into. I love yes. that. Yes, yes, it's so encouraging. Man, <laughs> that's been on my heart for like months now. Like I'm just like believing for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, reaping into stuff. You know, this church is like, you know, I think I mentioned it uh, with Jody, which it comes out tonight that there's another pastor who's been talking about stepping up mm-hmm. and we're in a ramp season. Mm-hmm. Like there's this like spiritual um, connection that's yeah. happening where we're all moving up to mm-hmm. another level. I just truly believe it's not just for us. I feel like it's for the church in general yeah. to take a step up in these moments because the enemy, like John was talking about just last week, was like, the enemy is going to go higher. Mm-hmm. We had no choice. Like, yeah, I know he didn't say that, but we, I, in my opinion, we have no choice but to move up too. Mm-hmm. The wicked will become more wicked. The righteous will become more righteous, like yeah. the Word tells us. And so I just think we're in this ramp up season for a reason. That's what, like... Well, that's why James is James is good. Like you have to see that those attacks coming in and rejoice, you know, because you know that, you, like endurance is coming and mm. that um, you're on the right path, you know. Mm-hmm. So in it, like sometimes you'll be attacked by things that are ridiculous, and you're like, the, the, you can't even make this stuff up, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's like a different, completely different way of existing and you still like i always say like you still feel your feelings Mm -hmm. jesus had feelings he was you know an emotional being but um like the snapback is so much so much better it's so it's unreal like how Mm -hmm. you can turn a negative to a positive he was the best example of what it's like to feel emotions and to control them and use the word 
for you know to keep himself in line with what the word said yeah. because like there's so many times where you know we fall short of that mm-hmm. and we let our emotions get the best of us and we sin yep you know part of the thing for me is like realizing that there's no condemnation in christ right again john just taught about that sunday and like realizing like just because we're more aware of it mm-hmm. it's a good thing yeah we shouldn't be condemned all the time by it, but there's a new light that's getting shined in our hearts and it's for the reason of repentance and turning away right right not to feel condemnation. That's um, I saw, saw a quote, quote today from T- Tim Keller. It said, "Like your repentance has come much sooner than you'll ever feel it." Mm. And um, I think, like, there was a situation recently where I had to repent from something, and I just had to keep telling myself, "I'm not in trouble." Mm. It's like one of those things, like, "I'm not in trouble." <laughs> I'm not in trouble, and like I even texted Pastor Sarah that, and she's like, "You're absolutely not." Hmm. you're just you know like i've repented done 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 deal Mm -hmm. for jesus there's no nothing on the sheet it's wiped clean and i'm like okay my feelings need to catch up with this reality and you're like okay i'm sitting in this feeling (laughs) and i'm like trying to i i look i mean there's nothing like the bible to like get your emotions right it's Hmm. it's such a gift it's all in there, you know? <laughs> it <laughs> like, <laughs> is. And, like, how comforting it is to have, like, a pastor like Sarah and, uh, you know, like she can be like a spiritual mother, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And help, you know, hey, yeah, don't be stressed about yes. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So important. And, um, yeah, I just uh, been... I, I guess I wanted to talk about my blog a little bit as far as worship. Tell me about um, it. Like, I have been really on and off with it with my getting married but then in October I said I'm gonna write every day um in my blog and there's been a lot of things that like have come out and like uh, been healing through some things so it's been really intense and um I I feel like it's been a written form of worship and I Mm. try to write it like I'm not having anybody read it and that might be the case some days honestly mm. based on the viewers but um try, <laughs> trying to be faithful and uh do not let the it. viewers get you down <laughs> virginia do not let the views get you down that is the quickest way to stuff out any spire i'm telling yes, you it's so an true. attack you'll be like Oh, I'm sure you're in the same position. Yeah, no, there's somewhere <laughs> I feel really good, and then there's, you know, you'll get on there. I got on there after vacation, and it was like, <laughs> for sure. Hey, God loves humble beginnings. Yes, that's so true. And, and the more you write with the heart of no one reading, yes, when there's a bunch of people so reading, better. it won't change how exactly. you write because you won't even because the thing about it is the more people that see it. Mm-hmm. eventually there's going to be some hate that comes yeah. along with that. Yeah, that's true. And not letting that affect you, getting strong in who you are now mm-hmm. as you write freely, your spirit yeah. is open. and it's good. You know, that's going to cause longevity. You know that's what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm good. feeling that for me too. I, I, yeah. I'm telling you, there's some, there's some episodes where I get like 70 and then there's some yeah. episodes I get like 15. And it's like, <laughs> you just got to take the good with it, right. you know. Hey, if people like it and love it, maybe they'll go back and listen to another episode. Yeah. You know, it's not for me to decide. I, you, you tell someone to listen to it and they're like, okay. And then you ask them like a week later, hey, did you check that out? And then they're right. like, no. 
And you're like, we, okay. Like, there's been, I've been like, I was on it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? You know, yeah. I'm like, Daniel's podcast, you got to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I got two brothers and I've been low-key hinting at them that I want them to listen. But yeah. But it's like... I don't want to just straight up ask and make them feel guilty. I totally did make one feel guilty last week, just a little, just a little guilty because I was like, and I wasn't trying to make them feel guilty. I was just like, hey, you could listen to the podcast on your way home after we do. We It'd be a know, nice treat for your family member. You know, I just because you love me. You know what I mean? You try to convince them with that kind of stuff. Yeah, but. that's what like I think part of um, back to Barnabas is like when we see uh, our church body doing stuff like that it, if you can with wisdom participate mm. you know somehow and i love uh, that's on lauren lauren's heart is like he loves teaching about barnabas mm-hmm. he loves talking about that when we do yeah. baptisms because i i think he sees himself as someone like that yeah and i love that uh, mentality he's got i didn't mean to throw you off of what you're talking about uh, with your blog oh no it's good that that's good it's a good reminder i, I like i guess i would say that um if somebody is listening to just, you know, whatever it is, like if it is on, so like my heart, uh, for like my social media presence, I guess I should say is to spread the gospel of Christ. Mm -hmm. And I would just like encourage anyone listening to have that same mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you don't already, and pastor John talks about that, like, you know, you see like people posting stuff and it's just like, Oh my gosh, really? Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, just like social media is not real life and yeah. it can be used to spread Christ or to distract from Christ. So I just, true. um, and I'm not perfect at it, you know, I'll post a meme, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I just, uh, my, like you, you spend a lot of time on social media if you get, if you mm-hmm. get on it. So, um, that's I, a dangerous thing for me is like I don't post a lot yeah. and then it's like if I want to post I get on there and then I'm scrolling through yeah. a bunch of stuff you know what I mean there's a balance there yeah it's just like you have to constantly be checking your heart with that as, as well with everything yeah so so when you write your goal is to be as open as possible mm-hmm. do you feel like you're you're ministering like a word when you get on there, or do you just like read some word and then just write about what you're feeling in the day? Sometimes I go from the word to what I'm wanting to write about, and sometimes mm-hmm. I just go from the word and just pray mm-hmm. about that. And then other times I'll have like something that happened and I'll seek out a scripture that will help me walk through that. Mm-hmm. So I think the more successful ones probably are when I have a real life. Thing. Mm. Um, that's when I know I'm like really contributing to the conversation, but I just try to just trying to be faithful and um and your goal is to write like once a week or I've once been writing a day, every day. Every day. Yeah. Um Saturday and Sunday I didn't write, but um I've been trying you're to pretty post. consistent. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get on there. And I'm going to go back. Yeah, and read, read some the blog. Of them. I'm read the, <laughs> how, it's a house of Hawthorne.org. Hoth- house of blog. Yeah. I, I was trying, I try to make it simple, but sometimes it confuses people, but I'm going to get a website for the WBF podcast. Yes. And I'm putting a link to the house of Hawthorne dot blog. Yes. In, in the you. show notes. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> I have like a vision of a, my buddy's getting a computer soon and hopefully he's going to help me build a, 
a website and I have a vision for like putting people on there who have helped me and mm-hmm. supported me. So yeah. I'd love to have like you on there and other people on there, whatever their organizations are. And so just links and stuff that where people can go check it out. Yeah, that's a great idea. I, I, I plan on when it comes out also maybe writing like a weekly, just like little newsletter. Hey guys, love you. You know? Yeah. yeah newsletter. There you go. That's a yeah. good idea too. I really had um, on my heart to create a church social media directory. Mm. Um, like if you're a Christian content creator to have a place to go to, um, I don't, I mean like there's you and me and there's some other people that will post, uh, their writing or whatever, but they probably just do it mainly on the Facebook page. So if you're listening to this, you know, reach out to me. Um, and then the other thing I want to, uh, do at some point is a regional, social media calendar for church events because Mm. when we were doing the conference we were talking about how to promote it and everything and um there's not really like a and it's probably because you know there's just not like a general this is where all of the church events in the area happen Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm not sure because i don't really know. I was just like looking around all around the country and there are very few. Um, so I don't know if it's like competitive or what, but mm. like, I, I don't know. Uh, that's one, something I do want to do is, uh, have some place where everybody could promote what's happening at their church. If they have like a big worship night or. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause I see some of our people posting like other churches mm-hmm. things and to have like a, like a one, you know, a, a big place where you could see all that. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I think it'd be better, you know, for our church too, to get little things out like the softball game come, coming yeah. up and stuff like that and really get that attendance up for things yeah. like that. You know, cause like a lot of those things are usually to raise money for something right. or, or, you know, so it's really important. Yeah. Get people and, um, it just, you would hate to like have something like that and you'd be like, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. about it and like I'm, we're not enemies with the people from well fill in the blank church you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> obviously we want so yeah god probably has them there for a reason yeah right and, and if they're not supposed to be there the lord's probably talking to them yes, about exactly that. yeah you know I, I would love like so many of my friends to be coming to face center but maybe it's not face yeah. Center, right and like hey just find a church right you know like right. uh I, like I was talking to David on here about like, hey, his goal was to find a church within the next year. Mm-hmm. Dude, just find a home church it's where you feel like you can go. And even if you don't go, quote unquote, consistently, at least you'd like your foot's in the door yeah. and the Lord can start working on your heart there. Because I, you know, that's where it starts, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then at some point you start from going to church to being in the church mm. and it's completely different. Like you stop complaining and you're like, what can I do to participate in that? Like if there's certain, I mean, it's just that what responsibility do I have in that area? And sometimes mm-hmm. it is to do nothing. Right. You don't have, like you're, you're not called to everything obviously, but right. um, you can pray for everything that's happening in your church. Like, like the human video team. I was like, no, it's not for me to be involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't dance. <laughs> good. That's going to be awesome. And it's going to give glory to God, but yeah, it'll um, be awesome to see for I'll, sure. Yeah, I'll share the posts, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I'm not going to be involved in it. For <laughs> love yeah. you all, but um, 
and maybe some season I'll be called to what that what that is. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, just as long as you're you like when you to make that mind shift like that to I am the church, mm-hmm. like people not saying going up to people and saying hello to other people is your responsibility. It's not the pastors. It's not the greeters. You know, if I like, if I feel like I'm not in a friendly church, why am I not being friendly? So you and Jake are my like bad luck charms with this silly like phone. <laughs> the alarm. My, that was an alarm. Last time with Jake, it was someone calling me. Oh I put my phone on silent and do not disturb. And I still have, <laughs> I have an alarm for me to post a podcast at oh, 4.30. that's funny. So there's that. Um, <laughs> don't forget to post that later. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) It's important, like, to have that realization, like, I am the church. I am Mm -hmm. the body of Christ. I don't think people realize, like, what a radical shift will happen in their life. Like, going to church and then having that step of, like, hey, I am, you know, I am a, a part of this body and really finding a place to be used because it has transformed I know it's transformed my life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's transformed your life. Yeah. I can tell just from like the past, you know, you used to join that life group two years ago or, or you know, maybe going on three years yeah, ago. Yeah, t- 2021. It's and, crazy. <laughs> and like when we were talking about just before we started, like listening back to our first conversation mm-hmm. and how far we've come since then. It's crazy. God, God's doing something there and he's doing something that we'll look back 10 years from now mm-hmm. and be like, wow. That, yeah, you know what I mean. Yep, that was like a benchmark of a year for sure, a spiritual marker, as they say. Spiritual marker. So, what else has God been doing in your life? What else? Um, well, I did the women's gathering since I uh, preached on. Well, I preached. I taught on Jeremiah, and then I gave my testimony, and um, I really, I think that was a. I did that right before I got married, basically, mm-hmm. and. Um, it was very healing, yeah. you know. Um, so I don't know that everyone will always be able to give their testimony to the church full of people mm-hmm. or whatever. But if, you know, tell them that, like my whole uh, teaching was about telling them the story and um, how whatever whatever it is. Like if you uh, confess your sins to one another, you'll be healed. Mm. Um, and... Uh, I don't think people realize, like, you don't just tell it once. Like, you no. tell it over and over and over again because no. you told it on here. Yeah. And then you had a chance to tell it in front of more people. Yeah. And you probably even, like, had some more revelation. Yeah. The second, the third, the fourth, the more revelation the Lord, the Spirit's going to quicken to you, like, where He's taking you from. Right. Where He's taking you to. And it's... um, at, It's just adding on, it's adding on all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I... It doesn't make any sense, like, logically that I'm married now happily, like, two years after I got divorced, like, Mm. literally. But I I never thought I would be that person, like, because I was single for most of my life. Mm. But um, God God stepped in, so that's part of my testimony now. And uh, I don't know. It's, like, I really 
obviously I'm so happy. So it's yeah. pretty, pretty good. God wants you to be happy. That's what Pastor John said. I in mean, that. like, <laughs> it's so beautiful that you guys can like have a new marriage, yeah. you know, and this be a fresh start for you and him. Mm-hmm. And, um, because when, when you go through divorce, I don't know personally, but I just, I've seen others go through it and the amount of damage it can do, mm-hmm. especially with your past. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it just today. I was listening to y'all, me and you talk was like, I've had two people on already who've dealt with abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a high percentage. Yeah. Like it, it made me kind of worried and scared. Like how many people aren't, you know, I would think it would it would be shocking to you how many women had gone through that in in mm-hmm. our or in our church alone, you know. Yeah, I believe I, it. And it's uh, those are people that like, I'm very grateful for women that haven't had to go through it. Like mm-hmm. that's it's not part of their testimony. That's beautiful. And mm-hmm. but like there's a shorthand that you have with another person. Like there's a joke you can make. You know, there's there's something. Yeah. Like, there's a connection. There's like an invisible thread um, that. There's, it's just like, you know, you don't have to say certain things. Um, just what a powerful testimony you, you're forming and building, and you're going to continue to build on with Jake. Yes. It is possible yes. to find love again. Yes, it is. It is possible to have a, a marriage in Christ, going to church, mm-hmm. you, know, doing, you know, doing the thing right and stuff. And what was it like, like moving in together and everything? Was it pretty smooth and everything? It's... Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, like, we, gen- I mean, there's there's different things that you learn about each other, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, we we had spent a lot of time together beforehand, and um, just knew that our values were the same. We like sleep, you know. We enjoy the same, you know. We we both are very not like unparticular about food mm-hmm. um that makes it easy um he loves my dogs and so now they're, they're his dogs obviously um that's huge yeah and he gives them lots of treats and um for me and jo- for jody and i like we lived together for a while before yeah. we got married so like it was definite i always ask people does it feel different mm-hmm. after you get married because for me it felt so radically different yeah but me and jody have been living together for years yeah you felt like there was a. But I still feel shift. like there was like a radical change. I think I um, think so too. For sure. Like standing up in front of everybody and like Pastor John talking about covenant marriage in front mm-hmm. of my all of our friends and family and like having that commitment and there was like a, a safety and a you know comfort and a, mm-hmm. you're not leaving I'm not leaving. <laughs> Like. <laughs> yeah, because I think there was like I think there's this false belief in people's lives that when they're living with someone, they're you know sleeping with that yeah. person that they just think that their relationship is good. But mm-hmm. when you're not married, there there's never a comfortability completely yeah. there because at any moment a person could decide, yeah, today's the day I'm done, right? And you know I've mentioned it on here before, but Jody was ready to take the ring off, oh. you know, at one point, and this was about. 
probably about a year or so before we got married. Yeah. And, it, you know, near closer to the point of us getting married, I thought, you know, we were getting better. Mm-hmm. And she still was unsure up until we got married. But thank the Lord, she gave me a chance to get sober because that's really what the problem yeah. was. Yeah, you know what definitely. I mean? It was the drinking. I don't blame, you don't blame her, you know? No, I didn't. I totally <laughs> understand. You know, it's like hard to look back and realize how terrible I was you know what I mean yeah for for that season and but that radical shift that happened when we when we got married even if I still wasn't completely doing everything right yeah there was like a noticeable difference in our relationship right that's beautiful Jody's so great I I love her she is great and you know (laughs) she got something out of your testimony when you shared it to the group of girls it was a treat (laughs) yeah I mean just her her mindset was just totally changed by the way mm-hmm. you presented it with the yeah. with the way you said it was like like an addiction. Mm-hmm. Like she had never thought of like pain or dealing with mm-hmm. hard thoughts as like an ad- addictive mindset. Yeah. And that was really powerful for her. That's awesome. That's so great. I just like really it really encourages you to whatever whatever you are, God made you that way. Mm. And whatever you've been through, he's going to use it. So there's just no shame the Genesis fifty twenty, what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. Uh, that's been huge, and like going along with Romans eight twenty eight, you know, which is we we're talking about our life verses in our life group recently. Just like the verses that we keep going back to, and um, God works everything together for to those who are called to His purpose and those who love Him. So, Amen. Um, just like I love this this forum here that you've built and like that people come on and feel safe to speak to you. I'm re- like just really keep you keep doing it too, you know. Something about it, I'm realizing like when we talked, you know, we talked for about like 20 minutes before we even like really got into your testimony. Yeah. So I was realizing like whenever I did yours, we barely even touched your testimony yeah. and how awesome it is that your testimony is still growing. Yeah. And just like also, I feel like I've gotten more, you know, gifting and, and I've gotten better at doing it yeah. too. And there's just something like here. I know there's something here that yeah. I'm called to do. And like people will tell me all the time, I can't wait to hear this person's story. Mm-hmm. I can't. And I'm like, they're going to be on the podcast yeah. one day. Like I just have this hope. And you were saying earlier, like maybe not everyone's meant to give their uh, their testimony to the church. Well, they can come on here and yeah, tell me. Yeah, Definitely. And it's a lot easier individually mm-hmm. with one person to tell your testimony. And it might reach the world. You never know. It might reach one person. who You never know. That one person is enough for, like, the utmost praise. You exactly. Because I mean? that's the a soul. Heavens will be rejoicing. Yes. <laughs> the Lord will be pleased in our work. That's crazy to think about. If our story about. can just bring one Ooh, person. Oh, just got chills. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> the Spirit comes, like, it's just, He loves that kind of stuff. Yes. And He loves us telling our story in not a prideful or arrogant way, but no. in a truly hum- like humble way, saying, the Lord did this for me. Jesus mm-hmm. did this for me. Without Jesus, I'd be an alcoholic. Yeah. I wouldn't be I'd here be dead. Today. I swear to, I swear mm. I would be dead. Yeah. You know, so I'd. I'm like every every day is bonus, you know. Like, ev- yeah. and it's it's good. We live in a country where we are so incredibly blessed. We get lukewarm. We get you know, and then we need to stir up the passions of our heart and start pursuing the Lord like never before. Because whether we're you know whether we're here tomorrow or not, we've got to 
live every day yes and unto him because like in other countries people can just come in and kill you like mm-hmm. and we're seeing a tra- like just tragedy and tragedy all over the yeah. world and we live in a country where like i don't feel like there's going to be someone kicking down my door tonight and maybe murdering yeah, my whole entire family and man god has blessed this country yes and he's blessed his people and that's not just us, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not just the Christians. Like he's blessed Israel, and he's he's blessed us. I don't want to get too political here. I just wanted to, <laughs> right? You yeah. Know, it, it, we are so blessed to be where we are. Yes, freedom. Freedom is a gift, and like I just, if you're listening to this, I don't know who this is for, as they say, but if you're letting the enemy keep you silent because you you've told yourself you're shy or whatever start praying for boldness mm-hmm. you know like speak speak like before i started uh doing a life group or you know before i taught um uh, gave my testimony in, in church i said i'm really good at speaking in front of people mm. was that true had did i have a proven track record at that no <laughs> i rarely do it but Mm -hmm. i just said i'm really you know i'm very comfortable in front of large crowds yeah i don't know i've never talked in front of a group of women at a church Mm -hmm. but i like you have to be so careful about how you speak over yourself and what you Mm -hmm. pray like anything in this the bible you can ask god for Mm -hmm. right so if you see someone in the bible like david and goliath Mm-hmm. He was bold. He fought the the giant. Mm-hmm. Ask for boldness. Ask for strength. Ask for wisdom. Like it's a good word. It's like come on the podcast. <laughs> I think the life group is a great place to start too. Yeah, for because sure. like when, in our life group, there's people who I know would probably never be caught up mm-hmm. up on front in front of uh, you know a group of people, whatever size. Mm-hmm. And to hear them open up, sometimes it's like they'll say some of the most powerful things yeah. because you're not expecting it right. from them. But we all have this voice inside of us, and it's meant to be heard by somebody. Yeah. You got to practice like praying in front of people. That is mm-hmm. like something you have to be ready for in the world. So you have to be able to co- do that in front of your friends. Like yeah. it just, it. I'm, I've I've put behind the days where I was afraid. There you go. You know, and that's huge. Fear fear will automatically creep into my like lizard brain. <laughs> like I'll react to situations where I'm like, <gasps> but. Mm. You talk yourself out of it, you know, you pray, you like, there's like, I know not everyone has, is going to be married that listens to this, but there's something so beautiful about having someone around that you're like, Hey, can you lay hands on me? Mm. You know, to, like, cause I'm a, I'm a mess right now. Mm-hmm. I need, I need some, and it's just like, you put your, like, you put your head mm. on your spouse's head, mm-hmm. literally, and you just speak the word of God into them. And that's such a beautiful gift. And you can have friends that do that too. But like, if you live with someone, like whew, that's yeah. <laughs> having someone to live life with is truly just such a blessing from the Lord. Yes. Or to become one. And, uh, you know, anything that you're believing for something he's believing for any victory that he needs, just yes. a victory that you need. And you guys can immediately come together and know that where two or more are gathered, 
Yes. Well, here's two. There it is. We got two. <laughs> Done. You know, let's fight this. Let's yeah. battle together. You know, it's so it's so awesome. And, you know, that fear, that boldness is something I pray almost every Sunday mm. when John gives like an altar call or gives like a salvation, you know, hey, does anyone need? I just always like that's one of the, my heart, my biggest heart things is like pray for boldness. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was up there Sunday, it's probably been a half a decade since I've played. Uh, well, I mean, I've played in front of the youth and stuff, but like in front of a couple hundred, I don't know how I don't know how big our churches yeah. are, what the average attendance is, but at least a. Probably 200. I don't know, 150. Oh, the come to church every mm-hmm. Sunday? It's like in the 400s. Oh. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I played <laughs> in front of like three to 400 people now? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't feel nervous. Yeah. Uh, usually like my pet, like my pits are like dripping like right. a like, uh, leaky sink and I was surprisingly <laughs> pretty calm. Yeah. Like I said, I was like still kind of focused on the sheet music just because I didn't want to mess up. Yeah. But overall nerves wise... There was only one thing that was making me nervous is the last song because I was like starting it mm-hmm. off and there was like no other instruments. And I was like, Lord, help me because I I practiced it Thursday and it went okay. And then we practiced it before church and I was not in rhythm. And I was like, oh, this is going to yeah. be bad. But uh, Garrett came and prayed for me and reassured me, hey, it's not just your ability. Like right, the Lord, exactly. Like the, it's the ability the Lord has given you. Yeah, once you have that that confidence, mm-hmm. like what what nerves? Right. And it's okay like to, like I said, like I feel that feeling every once in a while, like of anxiety or whatever, but it's not of God. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. Worry is absolutely not of God, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. It doesn't add anything to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, just sufficient for today. Sufficient are today's troubles, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's nothing to be gained. Like if you're like you walk into situations with calm, Mm -hmm. there's no glory and nervousness. Like and like if you feel that fear and you're doing it anyway, that's that's really good, too. Like I, I should say, like God gets the glory as well. But like you have to do it. You have to still do it. Mm -hmm. People see how you react. Mm -hmm. So if you're reacting to your emotions and you're constantly up and down and yeah. all around, people are going to be like, what? No, right. I don't want any of that. Right. And if they see you always reacting calmly and coolly and with love, they're going to be like, this is different. Yeah. You're going to shine bright yeah. whenever you don't overreact. Right. Exactly. So I asked Jake and I'll ask you, what are some goals that you have? Like, what are some things you want to see yourself grow into? Um, I would really like to, I've been praying for, um, having uh, more words of incur- like, exhortation mm. to give people. I'm really praying to that. Um, <clears throat> I like had been praying for months and months, and I hadn't really had anything from God until I went to this conference in Dallas called uh, Woman Evolve, and it was like 40,000 people in, gl- mm-hmm. in Globe Life stadium where the texas rangers play and i was watching a woman and i like pretty i was pretty sure i had a word for her from god and i was like i gave it to her and she like about fell out (laughs) and um i was like i've been i've been praying for it and i hadn't like been able to see anything for for anybody here at church because i i don't know if i like doubt myself that like i know everybody Hmm. so like (laughs) is it me knowing them or is it god saying i can get what you're saying so um really been praying for that um 
And uh, Jake and I really have been trying to get a budget down. So, um, yeah, we've been working on budgeting and um, trying to get that all settled because we both come from uh, families with uh, generational money problems. Mm. And uh, one of the things during the conference that happened was uh, we went up for prayer for Pastor Zach Strong, and Mm -hmm. he saw that, like, he gave us a word, like, he gave Jake specifically, but I knew it was also for me, mm-hmm. about um, financial, generational curses being broken. Praise and, the Lord. Yeah. Man, so. he's got a story, your husband. Yes. He's been through the ringer. Yes. You know, he's, he's got to be tough. He is really you know? tough, like, and it's really, like, I've seen him cry, like, only a couple times, and... Well, it's good that he has a soft side, too. Yeah. It's important, too, because sometimes, <laughs> like... When you've been through so much of that, mm-hmm. you don't show crying, you know, no emotion at all. I got to yeah. be Mr. Tough Guy yeah. all the time. He but, does that a little bit, but I'm like, yeah. are you crying? Yeah. I'm sure crying. <laughs> yeah. But just, you know, I remember we, like, we sprinkled in at the end that he had like seen his stepfather yeah. and stuff. And it was like, man, like could have dove into like a whole nother, you know, exactly. testimony just there, you know, with that. So that's crazy. He's a he's a really strong person, and um, he's very kind, and he really loves me a lot. He like loves me like Christ loves the church. You know the way like people like you guys and me and plenty of others look up to Lauren and yeah. Joan. Like people are gonna look up to you and Aww. you and Jake like that one day. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be sitting in life group, leading a life group one day, and people are gonna be like. How did they get here? A, yeah, and they're going to be right where you were, you know, yeah. years ago, and you're going to be able to just say, "Hey, just keep on going, just keep it going." Yeah, because that's the power of our, you know, that's I t- say it all the time. Like I have conversations with like some of the elders, like Lauren and Danny, and I have them on here, and I'm like, "You did that?" Yes, exactly. I'm like, wow, like I would have never thought, <laughs> you right. know, like I even knew Danny's story a little bit, and it was still like was a little shocking. You yeah. know what I mean? You get you just like, wow. Yeah, even and, Pastor John, Pastor Sarah, I mean, like... Yeah, people told me that I'm going to have to have Pastor John on again, that they didn't even realize he had, like, a addiction at any point. Like, like oh, really? someone told me like that they didn't even know he did drugs. I was like, well, <laughs> he did a yes. long time ago. Yeah. And we were talking about, like, the power of our testimony and how, like, yours is growing. Mm-hmm. And it made me think, like, you know, it's one thing to say, like, you're a week sober or two weeks sober or, you know, a couple, a couple months out of a, an abusive relationship. Yeah. But now, like... You have a couple of years mm-hmm. and like your testimony there with, and now that you, you're growing with your husband is only going to grow. And my testimony with being sober since like mother's day, like that's just going to be like yeah. a stronger and stronger and stronger word to give somebody. Yeah. If and they're I, willing to hear it. I had been praying too for a long time. Cause I knew that I was going to have to tell the story about being in an abusive relationship, even though that is not what defines me, but it is part of what happened. But, um, it was like God's, God gave me the timing. Like I kept like kind of being like, oh, I could give my testimony to, but it was like orchestrated in such a way. So I would also mm-hmm. say that if you feel like you are seeking something like. Hey guys, the thing <laughs> cut off on us and I don't know where we got to. Spirit so led, jump in spirit back in. Spirit led, jump back in. <laughs> I don't know what to, it is going to die on us. So okay. we might have to wrap it up for today. That was good. I am so sorry about that. That was all good. I'm going to bring uh, better batteries next time. We can. He, he's working on. We were in a good, the good stride there too about stuff. And he'll work this like you'll be. You'll have a 
more char or battery. I don't know. Like it for, was full for some time. It really, I, I don't know. It's all good, Daniel. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, uh, he'll thank work you. this for good too. Yes, he will. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the WBF podcast. Whether it's your first time or you listen to every single episode, it's truly just a blessing to be able to speak with you guys and bring the testimony of what Jesus has done in, in the lives of the people around me. If you guys are blessed, I just ask that you share these testimonies with your friends and family, confidently post them on your social medias, because we never know whose testimony it is that's going to touch someone else. And I'm believing that these testimonies will touch the world. Not for our glory, but for the glory of Jesus. So, if you want to be a part of growing this ministry and seeing the equipment get better, eventually get to see video, you can go to the WBF Podcast Facebook page and find out more. I'm praying for every single listener that God will bless you and He'll open your heart to whatever He's got in store for you. So thank you, and we will see you guys next week.